Here's what you missed last week, nerds. His mom is on the show. I'm a grandmom now. Herma. I'm so happy to have you on. Herpa. Herma. You know who was here today? Herma. Was that the last name, Herma? No, her first name's Herma. What? Yeah. Herma Levine. Her- <laughs> Old Jewish name, I guess. Herma? Herma? That's I don't make fun of the name. I think it's it's beautiful, but I've never heard it. No. It's like Herman without the N. You know what it sounds like? Hi, I'm Scott Stevens reporting live with uh, Miami WNBC. Uh, Hurricane Herma, as you can see behind me, is reaching the shoreline of Florida. Herma is expected to take over Dade County by this and hit the Okeechobee Forest by noon tomorrow. Golf Inland Resorts are being warned that Herma might be causing damage. Herma. That's, uh, that's too good. And you know what happens after Herma, after Herma comes and leaves? There's a beautiful Levine rainbow. Oh. Excalibur. They look Caucasian. What does that mean? No, oh, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Your goal, Jerry. Well, you be- yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Yeah. Did you say Philly cheese or cheesecake? Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcastle. Thanks, Obama. Hey, tweet us at the podcast. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Typecast is a rapist. Yeah. Scrappy underdogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one right there. Yeah. That's a pretty good one right there. That's when you do your binging. Dump yourself. I'm getting horny just thinking about it. I heard there were certain provisions in there. I know the senators still get paid. It's it's like uh, emergency services don't stop, you know, army and all that. Uh-huh. No, that stops, but when you have like a really unneeded job like I have, oh, uh, gosh. Right. It's, yeah. they switch, but they paid you. Yeah, it got I got furloughed, and then when they reopened it, they set the budget yeah. back. So. The... Uh, Shutdown was was re- uh, reversed pretty quickly, though. I mean, it was really yeah. only like two working days. Yeah, good. Yeah. Why well, did there's, the government shut down? Budget. Budget. That means the people working for the government were being paid more than the com- the country has to pay them. No, they can't agree on like a budget. But they, right. Uh. If a budget doesn't pass, nobody gets paid. There's no, there's no money in the account to pay anybody. Yeah. Wow. It's like if you worked at a job and they're like, well, wow. we couldn't, you know, allot funds for the paychecks in time through the meeting. So nobody's getting paid this Friday kind of thing. It's like since right. no one shows up to Florida Marlins games, we're going to get rid of all the high-paid athletes and just pay the owners. Yeah, exactly. Right. Something happened with the Marlins, too. They were in some kind of scandal. Really? What? I don't know. Some kind of money thing I was reading. Well, yeah. Derek Jeter bought the company, and they said all the other people trying to buy – well, bought the franchise. And all the other people trying to buy had the same amount of money as he did. So they were saying it was like a baseball club insider's job. Like they gave Jeter the team to flush the team of all the high-paid prospects – they make money, and in 10 years, there's no team in Florida. 
know. But who the fuck knows? Jeter. Is Jeter considered one of the best Yankees of all time? Yeah. Five championships? Yeah. I mean, five yeah. championships is five championships. It's kind of hard. I mean, his number it will be retired. and Well, yeah. he, he made the All-Star now, team like every year. Yeah, he was good. Biscardi, what was that clip before? That was... Uh... Who was saying "Make America"? That was Nancy Pelosi saying Pelosi. that the plan to um, the compromise really is what it is, and of course, in a true compromise, all parties are miserable. Um, right. You got the right wing pissed off because he's capitulating to the left, like Schmuck Schumer, and then the left isn't happy enough because the the, the two million people that are going to get amnesty and then citizenship—you know—that's not enough. Let everybody in, and we shouldn't be building a wall. Um, and of course, we all got bamboozled into thinking that Mexico was going to pay for the wall, which they said no. Who really thought that was going to happen? I know, really, but I didn't. I, I said that's fine. I, I I don't care. I'm totally indifferent about a wall either way, but I'm not paying for it. Right. Yeah, no, no, we don't need a wall. Those build tunnels underneath or use a ladder. An ominous wall. wall. How much would the wall cost? Total. What they say, 25 was the number? And I, uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. It is, it's um, not going to do much. No, it's a lot of mileage. But it's mm-hmm. definitely erupting all over talk radio. I'm sure. Because yeah, you hear about it a lot. Yeah. Well, they were all talked about, you know, um, Savage and his arch nemesis, Mark Le- angry Mark Levin. Barry Levin. And, um, you know, Curtis, everybody's talking about it. And uh, Rainbow. Yeah. of course, blah, 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 the, blah, the left, blah, blah, Nancy blah, Pelosi, blah, 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 blah. who, you know, Mark Levin made a really interesting point about her. <laughs> you know, because she's, she's talking like she's getting back to her Baltimore roots where her father was a mayor. She is the fourth richest member of Congress. She's worth, you know, I I don't know, probably up there in the billions or something, but, you know, she's the big hero to all the the poor and, uh, you know, the the minorities of the San Francisco Bay Area because there's, I'm sure there's a whole lot of them in her neighborhood. And I'm sure she has all these poor folks Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity, listener description. Employed or or as guests in her Napa Valley winery that she owns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her and her husband are worth a lot of money. Yeah. Does she own a a winery in Napa? Yeah, she does. She and her husband own one. What's the wine called? Snowflake? (laughs) Snowflake. (laughs) I'll take a a glass of your uh, Shiraz. Uh, snowflake, would you like to? Not for nothing, though. I'll give her this. I'm sorry to interrupt. She actually was kind of hot when she was young. Really? Like yeah. Nancy Pelosi. I gotta she look that up. Yeah. Not who's the hottest? Who's the hottest politician in office right now? What it's gotta Pelosi? be that broad from... is Italian or, or Mexican. What, what is she? Uh, she's Italian. So is her husband. Oh. Okay. Oh. I forget what her maiden name is, but yeah, she's Italian. Disgrace to Italian Americans. But... Pelosi. 
a disgrace. <laughs> That's the direction I was going in. Just graciada, yeah. You wonder. How long has she been room? in there for? How long has she been in there for? She feels Shit, like forever. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've been hearing her name over and over, and all oh, everyone is doing is complaining. I all know. The time. Is she not? She's not good. Well, yeah. I've never been a fan of hers. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: when she was um, Speaker of the House, whenever she introduced the president, even when it was you know George W. Bush, she was always a respectable individual when she was up there. Oh you gosh. know, whereas you'd see. At the time, Senator Clinton, with her, you know, angry mug on after everything that uh, George W. Bush would say. At least, you know, she's respectful. And she was um, lack of uh, putting on the, 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 the polite face. She's even more professional. Trump's last, yeah, she is professional, but yeah. she's uh, a vile woman underneath all that. She's a, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. Absolutely. So you ask my opinion, I will tell you my opinion. I'm not going to be channeling my husband. Lipstick. The um, snowflake wine. Yeah, yeah, snowflake wine. I'm going <laughs> to chop that up, do a snowflake wine. Very sensitive, very sensitive, very delicate. I mean, when was the last years. time that, that America was white? Again, I mean, it, it, the white man came by <laughs> and there was the red man the that was occupying it. And when the white man didn't want to pick their own cotton, they got the black man over here. And then a century later, the brown man. It is time to take back the country we love. So what are we making white again? This is the red man's land. The, I don't mean, this I mean, is, I uh, respect me, by the way. That's not meant to be a... a oh, no, not at all. Very much all for the plight of the Native American. I think they're talking about the 50s, maybe. I think that's the ideal time for a lot of people. Well, they still had blacks and Puerto Ricans and sharks and jets. Right, I know. What is she talking about? Like the Revolutionary War times? Because, sorry, Pelosi, you may not be, like, welcome if we go all the way back to that. Right. And even then, they had had blacks here, so. Oh, really? Right, of course. Back in the... uh, no when did the when real immigration wave, wave wave come? The early 1900s, like Ellis Island, is that when like the waves came? Yeah. And you know, people <laughs> talk about the snowflakes. Do you remember when the the, the first um, debate was really sparked about the immigrants, even before the the whole DACA thing we have going on now? But when we had the the travel ban, the first travel ban, and uh, all the 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 snowflakes on social media with their um, what do they what do they call those frames when you frame your your profile picture on social media? Oh, like the uh, like people do with the French flag and and yeah, uh, it's the, like a filter. filter yeah, yeah, filter frame. So everybody said immigrant descendant, you know, trying to assimilate with all these people who were kicked out of this country um, right. or not able to come in the first place. You know, and saying things like, oh, you know, we're right. all we're all immigrants. You know, my. Great grandfather was fresh yeah. off the boat. Yeah, trying to think that you have anything in common with these people. Yeah, um, fresh off the plane. You know, first of all, yeah, there's no boats anymore. Fresh off the plane. Yeah, nobody's no, taking a boat. Who, yeah, the only boat is an inner people. tube they coast on here from Cuba. Yeah, that's it. A right, banana exactly. Boat. Or maybe the Chinese. <laughs> that's all it is. A banana boat in from right. Cuba. The only yeah. boat. Yeah. 
the boat. Fresh off the boat. My grandfather was fresh off the boat. Fresh. Ellis Island. So, yeah, I've been getting into a lot of things with people about the whole dreamer situation. And and I've heard it all. And I still say, I'm speaking from the heart. This comes from the home. To get my wife here, it cost me a little. Cost you some money. Cost you some cabbage. Security. Oh, no. And uh, I don't oh see why they can't do the oh same. So if you got kicked out of this country after 30 years that you had to do it the way everybody does, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you. you know? Yeah, right. At the same time, you know, I feel bad for this story about the guy I read who's like, he was here for 30 years and he might not be able to come back for 10 years. I mean, that kind of sucks. I read that. Oh he was gosh. like, he, he was, he employed people and stuff. He was like a family guy. Yeah, that was kind of sad. I mean, there's something like that. You just got to. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you're here for 30 years, though, you, you kind of wonder why you don't get a path to citizenship. I mean, was it like you couldn't or you just didn't? You know, right. and I'm thinking, uh, what's his name? Joe Judice, who's in federal lockup right now. Teresa Judice's husband. He might get deported. I didn't know he yeah. was even an Italian citizen, but he's not a U.S. citizen. He never got citizenship. So as soon as he gets yeah. out of jail, he might get deported. I'm like, oh, you know, really? They're really yeah. Be oh a little, I think you should, they should be a little bit more selective with it. But, I mean, I guess they can't discriminate overall. It's got to be everybody. They can't pick and choose. It depends on where you are. Nice. I guess. Well, so wow. how long does it take? You've been here that long. It's Just do it. It's not that hard. Yeah, not that hard. Uh, we got a great show lined up tonight. I want to ask you guys about the, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I know what happens. The uh, American Crime Story, Versace. Have you guys watched this yet? Yeah. Oh, How is yet. it? How does it hold up versus People versus OJ? I mean, like acting-wise, it's set up. It's not the juice. Right. Yeah. It's not as... yeah, right. Yeah, the story's not as compelling, but I'm glad they um... did that because I heard they were doing like Katrina at one point. And then I guess they changed it. They were going to do, like, the aftermath of Katrina with, like, the cops and looting and all that. Yeah. But but Versace's an interesting story. I mean, that guy had a lot of money, that guy. Uh, but, like, when he know. was murdered, it wasn't, you know, like, nothing's going to be. They're never going to be able to top OJ. That was, like, the no. crime story of American humanity over the last 50 right. years. And the, the, it was the, the storyline was the trial. There was no trial with the Versace story. Right. Like the kid killed himself within, a, what, a week? Oh, he right. killed himself? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was sh- I thought he was murdered. Yeah, we believe so. Yeah. We, like, looked at him, you know? Uh-huh. And he, like, scared us down like he was dead. Hold on, I got a cop coming here right now. Okay, we'll put it out. Okay, bye. The guy that... Andrew Cunanan. What? Andrew Cunanan killed himself. Yeah, the guy that shot Versace killed himself. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, damn. It, it's it's a good show. I, I liked it, but um, oh, I've seen you know, it's only the second episode. She does a great job. Um, yeah. Everybody, I have to say, the, the guy playing Versace, everybody does a pretty good job, but the guy playing Versace really looks the part. Really? Um, Ricky Martin yeah. gets very, very gay. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you that. He's he gets really gay. That 
He, yeah. he gazed it up. <laughs> yeah, big he was time. born for that. He does a scene, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, sure I'm he gonna, does more. Oh, no. I'm fire it up tonight. Uh, but that's what uh, supposedly, you know, Antonio D'Amico, his boyfriend of, you know, some 15 years, had a taste for the men. And he would bring them back to the, uh, what's the name of the place? Casa, Casuarina. Casuarina. Uh, that was like his big, like, that was his, that was his Brentwood. That his Miami, yeah, that was his version of the Brentwood, yeah. Okay. So. One of the nicest mansions you'll ever see, too. That pool is the best in any home. Last time I saw it, God, I remember seeing that, that house after, know, maybe a year after the, the murder. There were people like throwing garbage. Oh. Wealthy people can give you things. Learn all about them. And he became a pro at it. He was very good looking. His father was Filipino. His mom was Italian. He kept in shape. Near genius IQ so he could talk art, music, politics. He wanted to be secure, financially secure. He wanted to be able to take time off and you know just go sailing. For a month or two and not have to worry about anything he was it really didn't look that good oh man um but that was years ago but um mansion. yeah so so how does it the, start the show like is he killed in the first episode or or is he still yeah. alive oh, okay so they get right into it and the timing is all good. over the place it's uh ah. private butler service it will be um, VIP membership for only people that are what we call the big rollers. He gave oh, jump around. Wakes up the morning of, which was July something, 1997. And then, um, you know, he goes off to do his normal routine of getting the, his, his paper, his magazines, and yeah. he goes back to his, yeah, and um, he, he walks back up to the stoop and then he goes to the gate. And he turns around and he sees Andrew Cunanan come after him, and uh, he really took one. He took like three, in fact, and in the face. Oh. I mean, he got a big chunk of his face blown. Oh shit! There. by the Which, mailbox, right? I was just checking the mail. Yeah, checking and the there was a. Get it. Uh, <laughs> and there was a dove, I guess, that or a pigeon or something that the kid shot. That's where the first round went. So oh. I guess they took the they took the burden as evidence to remove the the rounds for, so they both rounds. Yeah. <laughs> for questioning. <laughs> he, he's gonna flip for he's gonna flip for seed. Now pigeon. As soon as you jumped out of the way at the very last second of that car rolling down the street, what did you see? <laughs> Did a pigeon with the record state that you saw. So Versace, and that's on FX, yeah. um, which is cool. And then uh, the other show that I that I have on the docket this weekend is uh, the Waco thing from the Paramount yeah, Networks. This evening, yes. Have you, you you've seen it? No, I haven't yet. I'm oh, yeah. it. it's going to be exciting. Um, what's the guy's name in there? Michael Shannon. Um, he's he's mm. pretty good, and uh, Michael Shannon, he's great. Yeah, really interesting story. Remember when that happened Kid too? Kid Survivor plays David Koresh. Yeah, I do. Vaguely. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've known about it for so many years, but the actual time that it happened, I, I vaguely remember. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kids, but um, really interesting too when you watch that footage. I've YouTubed, you know, the footage, of course, to to watch where they take the wall out and stuff like that. It's just amazing that. Uh, one guy and you know followers because it's a hostage situation kept the feds at bay for that long 
Well, I mean, look, I've never, yeah, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of the ATF. It's not really a bureau that I'd ever care to work for. Um, right. And that was one out of two incidents where they they really fucked up. Oh, what was the other one? SOP. Alcohol, Ruby tobacco, Ridge. and firearms and Which explosives. One? What, what was the other yeah, one? Yeah, now that I guess they still call them the ATF, but I think they are officially the AP. Well, they are the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives, which is, oh, you yeah. know, how they bunch, how do they bundle all those elements I together I for one? <laughs> I, I, I do. I always thought that was interesting. Alcohol, that. tobacco, and explode, you know, firearms. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're here to, we're here. Are you here to check on the stockpile of AK-47s I have? No, we just want to check on the tobacco. Leaves. You got a carton of Marlboro's here. Yeah. But I never understood how they got they got the they held them at bay for so long. As a government agency, you figure you have you have unlimited resources. You would just go in there and wipe them out with tear gas and stuff. But I guess yeah, it's a little bit more complicated because you have like kids in there People, and you know right. cameras are watching you. You can't come off like firing in the kids. But in the end, it was a bad outcome anyway. Yeah, when hostages are involved, it's like all our power kind of goes away. And it becomes like yeah. all mental at that point. Right. What was yeah, the other incident shit. they botched? Ruby Ridge. Oh, Ruby. Oh, right, right. From a uh, couple couple years back. What's that? Ruby Ridge is yeah. not dissimilar it's from. In uh, 1992. 92? 11 days. Yeah, same year. I think it was the same year as. as like, Ruby yeah. Ridge. I'm pretty, pretty sure it was. Sounds breathtaking. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. it was the Weaver family. They, the Weaver family bought this piece of land up in the mountains near the Canadian border in yes. um, Idaho. Naples, Idaho. Yeah. Naples. And then, uh, Naples. Naples. They, wanted, they were separatists, white separatists. Oh. Propagandists. They had uh But you know, views. as far as the Waco show... Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't judge. But by comparison, it it, it ran concurrently with the the Versace show, so I don't know who did more ratings. Uh, but uh, uh. the Waco incident was documented step by step, so I would think that you're getting a pretty accurate detail right. of what happened. You know, Scotty, what channel it, is the Waco thing on? Uh, the Paramount Channel. Yeah, the Paramount. What, what, what was that? The AMC channel at one time, and now it's the or no, the uh, A and E, and now it's the Paramount channel. Yeah, well, it's one of those. Anyway, yeah, the Paramount channel. I'll tell you. Um, what you know, Versace. The, the thing about the Versace show, and this is really Spike. something that the Versace family, Spike. Yeah, Paramount. The Versace Network. family is very critical of of the program because they say it's not true, and for the for all intents and purposes, it's probably not true. Because nobody has any documented footage of uh, or, or documented print. And there's nothing, no evidence to suggest any of it is real. Because nobody knew anything about this kid. He killed himself. They didn't know motive. Um, mm. they, they don't really know if they ever really met. It's only basically said that uh, this kid, Hunanan, met Versace for oh, maybe a minute. Because Versace thought he was somebody else. Oh, um, interesting. And that was it. Right. Um, he killed the other four people before, and, and I don't think there's a whole lot of details that, that uh, people who knew them could share. So it's probably mostly bullshit, but it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty cool. It's, 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 it's based oh on gosh. these two books. 
a place called Waco by two people, and then a book called Stalling for Time, My Life as an FBI Hostage Negotiator by Gary Nosner. So maybe it does have some cred. Yeah, and it, a lot of it was filmed. Um, there's there's footage of these ATF investment. The guns that he was buying would go up in value, no, no question. Okay. And do, do you know other people who do that? Yes, sir. Not uncommon by no, itself. Sir, not by far. There was getting obviously, you know, firearms that were there. And there on the rooftop and, and firing rounds into the windows. And I mean, oh they... Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I saw yeah. that footage that. on YouTube. And then he yeah. was getting shot. I mean, they, they were the Waco compound was heavily armed. And, um, you know, the, the whole controversy was, of course, the women and children that got killed in the whole incident. And that's where the ATF really had a lot to answer for. Right. Dude, a 51-day 1993 standoff between FBI, ATF, and David Koresh's spiritual sect, the branch... Yeah. Davidians. And who was standing days. outside among all those protesters with Timothy McVeigh. Right. That's true. Oh. I read that. That was in the, um, there was a documentary, there's been several, but there's one of the documentaries on Waco. They, they allude to that. They talk about it. It was, it's, it was on Netflix. I think it might still be on there. It was about, about Waco and they really get deep of, you know, the backstory and who was there and what happened. Who was the the guy for the FBI that took 51 days to negotiate with this or like who, who, who like took this long? Like who fucked this up? Who didn't wrap it up in a weekend? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I can't remember how they found out about the weapons that they had. It'll probably be in the show. Um, uh. and what set the whole thing off. But, uh, I mean, there are obviously illegal weapons this guy was carrying, but of course, in Texas, there's no such thing as an illegal firearm. To Washington, yeah, we've all seen tremors. <laughs> but um, great movie. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Waco was just synonymous with the siege for so many years until Fixer Upper came around. <laughs> I've uh, only been there once. Yeah, and, I sort of um, just passed through and stopped by. I've only been to Waco one time, but I. I um, wow. I, always thought, you know, I can't help but think about uh, oh about yeah, the rape right. tragedy. Of course. Absolutely. They need to do one on Jim Jones next. The Jonestown Massacre. That's yeah, they did a great... They did a, they've done a couple of them. There was a great... Uh, what's that network? Reels? Where they show the, the real stories? That's a great channel. Yeah. yeah. And they had the, the Jim Jones story on that. And uh, they did the reenactment. Oh, really? His, yeah, set to his audio file. <laughs> you know, so, so while they, they get oh these guys gosh. reenacting and they, they're perfectly lip syncing uh, in sync to what was said back in the in the audio tapes. And he's, Mother, come now, take take the medicine. You, you don't want to live another second. That's please, cool. please, oh. take the medication. And you can hear the kids scream. It's a haunting video, oh, too. Oh, yeah. The pictures are yeah. Aftermath. And, you oh, know, my. you've got people resisting uh and these these actors are you see them there's just it goes to this big montage of stills and people getting you know uh, the, the foaming at the mouth they're getting stabbed with injections or they're getting shot because they're trying to escape what but one thing i can't find i can't find the shootout that took place at um at the airfield when they got it when the congressman got air ambushed oh did they film that yeah 
but it's very yeah. hard to find. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they 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 try to seal that up. Um, it showed a second of it on the documentary, but I, you know, like if you go to YouTube, you won't find it. James yeah, Warren I'm sure that was Jones fun. was an American religious leader who initiated and was responsible for a mass suicide in Jones. Guyana. Guyana. He believed communism was the correct social order in compliance with God's will. The model 1911. Jones. They all call them dad. No way. Drink the Kool-Aid. That's where that oh, comes from. That's where yes. it comes from. Drink the Kool-Aid, yeah. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. The, um... Yeah, the the uh, the pictures from that in the aftermath are pretty haunting, and you see uh, you know just bodies laid around, and, and um, I want to check out that documentary. The Reels channel is good. I was actually watching it last night. They did something on Chris Farley, but the reenactment, the the uh, the actor was so bad, you know, like it's hit or miss. Sometimes it's good, mm -hmm. but this one I was like, that doesn't even look like him. You know, yeah, they and, had this. They had this one on John Gotti, and it, it was just terrible acting. I saw that one. It was bad. Nearly 300 children were murdered, almost all of them by cyanide poisoning via a flavor aid and Kool-Aid mix. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, flavor aid. 900 yeah. plus people altogether. Yeah, 918. Holy... I mean, this was, this was a time of no oh cell gosh. phones. They were in the middle of the jungle. Yes. You know, there oh, wasn't yeah. any contact. No there was nowhere to go. No, you were really, you were in the middle of nowhere. You're in the middle of a jungle in another country. You know, it's not like oh, yeah. you can just run to the interstate and flag down like a cop or something. I mean, you're you're oh my gosh. You're, you're in another country. Like yeah. you're like as far as you know, that's all that exists. Where you Diana. Interesting. But they they actually did get some people to tell their story who did escape, and I think of the whole thousand, there were maybe 15. And the people who attempted to escape with the congressman thought they were going to get on a plane until they got ambushed by his henchmen and gunned down. And right. You can hear, like, Jim Jones in the audio tape. He's like, I don't know. The congressman is dead. I don't know who done it. But let's just say I did it. I'll take the credit. It may as well have been me, so everybody go take the medication. Take the medication. Oh my gosh, Jones! It's interesting. And it all started that. because he was a son of a Klansman in some podunk town in Indiana, and oh, really? uh, his father saw him with a little black boy and said, "Go on back to your house, boy. You ain't welcome around here." And so he wanted to put an end to racism. So you think, wow, this guy could have been a really benevolent figure of the 20th century. Yeah, he could have done <laughs> a lot of good. <laughs> this yeah. whole American McCarthy hearings. He he got like. Tied up in that? Yeah, because he was a communist. Oh, did he really? He was involved in that? The yeah. Red Scare? McCarthy Very hearings. McCarthyism. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We're like diving down a rabbit hole here. Like yeah. one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing. Like yeah. the McCarthy hearings. Like that's a fucking black hole. Yeah. Heaven's Gate. Well, if you look at... What Timothy, we were talking about, you know, Waco, what happened in Oklahoma City was, you, if you dig from the same tree, away, you know, yeah, same thing. You dig deeper, and it was just one. It, everything developed to lead into that point, and it was all. It's not know, just out of developed. nowhere. No, right. it's all it's all threaded. There are stories too of like cults that lived in uh, 
you know, like underground bunkers thinking like the world was going to end for like years and just, oh. you know, people that buy into something and they're, they're oh. living, you know, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's fascinating. It's, uh, it's very fascinating. Very fucked up. It's interesting. I guess is the word. Tweet us. Makes me feel like a genius. Snap. The end of school podcast. So full gangs on the show tonight. Do you guys want to take a quick break and come back with a little, uh, yeah. What the hell is wrong with me? You just make fun of me until I cry on the air. Do you imagine? That's what we should do. Is just Clark. call people until they cry. Call Clark? people? Yeah, just like, like just randomly call, call them people over and over. And yeah, and, uh, hello. You're yeah, on. Of course, you're home on Saturday night, you loser. Why are you calling me eight times? What are you doing? Place. Oh my gosh. How busy are you? Freezing oh in LA gosh. this week, though, before we go on a break. Freezing. Yeah, really? By freezing, I mean like 55, 60 degrees, but people are like, oh my gosh, it's so freezing. I'm like, bitch, please. It's crazy here. It's like 70 to 80 and windy as shit. Yeah, yeah that's what my mother said. She's down in Florida. She said it's really, she just called me and said it's really windy. Like, Really windy. windy? Like it feels like my windows are gonna, like, oh. cave in. Like, like you can hear the wind. Crazy. It's crazy. We shall return discreetly. After. I just want to know how many days, or you know, how many shows we did per day. What, what was the average? I was thinking about that. So it's a hundred shows, averaging a hundred shows a year. You lost me at... Yeah, at, I know. I don't know math. why I brought math on this show. I'm so sorry. You lost... Great way to kick off 200 shows. Okay, so let's math. say this. Cutting edge radio, everybody. Welcome to the fucking math hour. Everybody, help. What is that? That was uh, Edgar Ramirez talking to Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Fallon. What did Jimmy Fallon? Oh my gosh. He did something for me the other day. Let's see right here. Down years ago today, to the day, a young designer named Gianni Versace. Okay, this might be a good one. Hold on. That would raise the heat on fashion runways around the world from a studded strap leather women's clothing. To menswear that inspired the Miami Vice look, Gianni Versace has been a fashion controversy itself. Just last week, a new Versace collection with transparent women's tops was the talk of this town. And I'm pleased to have him here, not just to talk about that. But the pervert, uh, like Charlie Rose. Rose. Great to have you here. Uh -huh. um, tell me what it is. What's, what are you What is the look yeah. that you think brings you the greatest sense of satisfaction? Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What I will do tomorrow. What I did is. Oh my gosh. Charlie Rose. Oh my gosh. He's doing well yeah. now. Yeah. This, this, this interview is from 1994. You know, that, all the years that uh, subsequent to this interview, women that he groped and he got away with it. What year did Versace die? 97? 97, yeah. 
Should we go live? Yes. I'll uh, count us down. All right, count me down. All right. We're going to be live in five, four, three. Well, it's Groundhog Day again, and that just means it's time for him to tell us how much more weather we're getting. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, let's try it again without the sarcasm. We got it. Yeah, it's coming up. Groundhog Day is just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Holiday that's kind of overlooked in a lot of ways. I often miss it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was Groundhog Day. It's not really a big deal unless you're in the Northeast. But the movie, what do we say, guys? Top five comedies ever? In the top five? Uh, I say it's up there. It's it's up there. I don't. I haven't put the five together. So yeah, right. I haven't put five. It's that's a holiday that I that I forget as much as I forget that movie exists sometimes. So yeah, yeah, yep. It's overlooked. Underrated. But whenever it's on, I always watch it. I am a huge fan of. Oh, it's great. It's great. Ned Ryerson. That actor that played Ned Ryerson is one of those guys that every couple years there's like an internet hoax that he died, and then you Google it, and you're like, no, this this isn't happening. Hey, are we finally done with the fake internet news that people share that are like, uh, you saw this a lot like a year ago, but, and I saw one recently pop pop up, but these fake news articles that say like, you know, Johnny Depp is a huge fan of, uh, Schmucksville, Arkansas says that people, and he's going to move there. He's going to move there, but people buy it and they share it. And, and Mm. the website's always like KBC 13 or something. You're like, yeah, it's the local townies that share it. Cause they think it's like, it's, it's great for clickbait, I guess. Cause like websites just put those out there so they get the ads, but people share them. Uh, and, and you see that you saw the lie. I had some, I guess yeah. friends on social media that shared it. And when I called out on it, I was like, Adam Levine is not moving to Danborough, you know, Pennsylvania or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not even real. You know, stop it. Stop sharing. That's like the worst of the worst of the internet. It is. Yeah, it's like bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You're going to see less of that, apparently. Zuckerberg, did you hear this? Zuckerberg is uh, going to change the news feed. On Facebook, so it doesn't show as many ads or not ads. It's going to show a lot of ads because you're paying for it. Not going to show as many posts from like businesses and things like that. It's basically they want to get more money. You know, the seventy-five uh, billion he has is, isn't enough. Mr. Render shirt. Yeah, Mr. Gray Savage calls him. We've been dancing jeans. with Mr. Gray shirt. <laughs> he won't stop us. He won't leave me alone. Mr. When that man goes on a rant. About yeah. Zuckerberg, it is funny. Zuckerberg, yeah, they're they're nothing different. Tech companies, they think they are because they have like, uh, you know, you can wear like jeans to work, and they have like a ping pong table, and they're like, we're different. Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, they're the same as, right. you know, they're the same as, uh, you know, going for GE or 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 mm-hmm. Exxon Mobil. I mean, they're Halliburton. just as aggressive, and yeah, they're just as they're just as bad. You know, they're just more of the same. They think they're different. We're progressive. No, you're not. Not really. Can paint shit. Right. In a We're t-shirt gonna... and jeans. Still <laughs> <laughs> <Still> shit. <laughs> I bet he's an asshole to work for. I just bet he's a dork. I, like, I think Zuckerberg yeah, yeah, and Tom uh, yeah. Brady are like the same person, personality-wise. 
They're perfect at what they do to succeed, but that's it. Uh, anything around that, they're like borderline retards. Yeah, right. They know what they're yeah. doing in that pocket, that. but that's about it. Yeah. I always thought Steve Jobs was an asshole to work for. Like I was, you know, imagine, and I heard he was. Yeah. You know, he was very like. Yeah. No, we need to focus on this. You know, like he would never do like small talk with his employees. No, it wasn't asshole. like, hey, how was the weekend? Asshole. Did you have a nice weekend? It was always like. So let's get down to, to what we're going to do with the next iPod, you know. Oh, he was full-blown, like, autistic in those meetings. Like, he just didn't give a shit. He was like, fact, don't care about feelings. Let's move on. We're going to revolutionize the telephone. Well, how much rage did he, did he harness right. with it for so many years um, aimed at Bill Gates? You know, because when Steve yeah. Jobs and Apple computers in the 90s, were not the in thing, and it was before the iPod. And Apple was really a, a shitty company back then. Oh, well, I know they were shitty, but compared to what it, yeah, compared to now, they were single. You know, he hated Bill Gates. Yeah, they were awful. They they used to have. That's why, like in middle school, growing up, they were always Apple computers because they could get like the easiest deals on them. They were like giving them away because nobody throw away. And it was yeah. weird because. That was always weird too. I remember, like, as a kid in computer class, they'd be like, "Well, fire up the apples." It's like nobody uses these. Like, I have a PC at home. I this is shit. Like, what is this? Because they were so cheap, you know. But then, you know, he came in and uh, back to his own company, and, it's and like his hatred for for Gates made him like evolve yeah. technology. Some good and, hatred. <laughs> and he still didn't even have like a quarter of what Bill Gates. No. And I don't yeah, think that, that iPods were that great because mine didn't last that long. No. You can't charge it. You take it off the charger. I still have it somewhere, but if you take it off the charger, it doesn't work anymore. Mayweather has there. a $50,000 iPod. That was a good good source of money. Oh, yes. Good investment. Mayweather, Mayweather Instagrammed a post today showing his $100 million pre-check for the McGregor fight. You know, he got $100 million just to do it, but then he got extra money from the you know um, ratings and all that. Sign-on bonus. Well then, he could pay for he could pay for the wall because who cares? Why not? Pay for it, sure. But um, he can't afford. Oh my god! Bill Gates would give away. Bill Gates used to give like Steve Jobs like net worth away to like AIDS research. You know, I mean that he right. had more right. money ever. I think he it. donated you know, he, yearly Steve Jobs' net worth. <laughs> he's personally <laughs> trying to cure cancer himself. He and his right. wife right now. <laughs> Yeah, right. And the only reason he slips from the world's richest uh, of the year on like Forbes magazine is right. because he gives so much away. Right. right. He could he could uh, maintain that position forever until he dies, but he gives so much money away to his charity causes that um, his net worth dips, and then you know he goes up and down. Sometimes Warren Buffett's number one. Sometimes Bill Gates. Sometimes it's some tycoon in Mexico, some oil tycoon. Right. Then no one knows. Now it's the Amazon guy. Yeah. The um, Bezos. He's like the richest guy oh, in the world. Yeah. Gates stepped stepped away you. from you know daily operations and gives most of it away. Yeah. Now I think it actually might be Vladimir Putin, but we don't know. Ooh, oil. Oh, Luke oil. Russian oil. Horses. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Warren Buffett, smart guy. Interesting story I read about Warren Buffett is he loves to yacht. He loves to go yachting. He loves yeah. boats. Doesn't oh, own one. And the interviewer asked him, uh, and how was it? "Why, you know, oh, you have all the money in the world. Why wouldn't you ever get a, a yacht?" And he said, "Because you get a yacht, 
you got to pay for a crew. You got to pay insurance. Somebody messes around on the boat. They get hurt. There's a lawsuit. I don't need it. I'll just rent one when I want to use one, and that's it. And it made sense. You're like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, you don't want the, the risk with that. You're just, yeah, when I want one, I'll just rent yeah. one. There's a saying that the happiest day in a boat owner's oh, life yeah. is the day he buys the boat and the day that he sells it. That's true. I mean, I'd love one because I love boats, but... Am I ever going to have one? No, it's too much hassle. For me just to, to trail one and two dock buoys. one and winterize, winterize it. John, you had a boat growing up, the two buoys. Yeah, well, my dad did. But yeah, like, and it's so amazing because we bought a boat, we loved it, but I guarantee you 80% of the time my dad was fixing something that didn't allow yeah. us to go out. And yeah, when you Like the bottom it, or something? Like, oh, I'm glad to break even at the, at the, at the best. Yeah. yeah, it's like I mean, a it, uh, camper. Yeah, a camper on they, the water. They depreciate like the second you drive it out of the lot, and the maintenance is just, it's not, like how many times do you use yeah. it? I get, if you live on the water, I guess, a lot, right. but otherwise, yeah. when are you going to? But it would be cool just to have like a simple boat. Like that thing was like a miniature house floating on the water with all this shit. It's like if you just had a propeller and something that, right. like, you know, a couple of buddies could go out and drink. Fishing and boat, yeah. Just, right, yeah. That, God, that would be great. Yeah, if, if I had a house on a bay yeah, with a little boat house in the back and I oh. could keep it there docked, don't have to trail or anything, that's heaven to me. It's just a, a yeah, small boat that were, it, it, it's uh, Maybe a, sail. a dinghy with a motor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can just go um, disappear into the deep blue. Yeah, one of the, my favorite setups uh, would be the Amityville house. Actually, oh yeah, it has this beautiful little boat house in the back because uh, it's on the bay, and um, that's more or less what I'd. I would that's beautiful. To get people to, to identify of the house that everybody knows that they saw the movie. They had that little boat house, and it's still there. If you drive it's, a, it's a great boathouse. Yeah, it's right there on the water. It's yeah. you know, protects protects it from the elements. It's it's cool. Lighthouse. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Sailboat. I feel like sailboat sailboating is an extra set of skills too. You know, yeah, there's so the many like, there's very, like language. Uh, it's like sex yeah. to those people. You know. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. not something I've ever been meaning to do. Yeah, I want to throw what the starboard. Yeah, I think if I had a boat, I'd just drive, drive, sail around the bay, dress as a pirate, and be like, "Aha, we're coming apart to pillage around." They're like, "Sir, we cost called the Coast Guard. Get up in the crow's nest and see what lays forth." Yeah, past your basic seamanship. Yeah, rock the plank. I would have a plank installed. Right, just to just to walk it, just to have it sticking out there. Yeah, I wonder but really think weird. you can overthrow me, Skipper. Skipper's more of an asshole. Guy that owns like a sailboat that, like, you know, <laughs> we're taking her out today and has like the sail, like the captain hat that's really in the sailing, or the camper guy that has the camper that's just like, we're taking this all the way to Arizona. We're on a we're on a schedule. Get on board, you know, because they th those guys feel like they're you know like airline pilots almost. They're yes. you know the captain's chair and. That's yeah, a big truck. They have the like the vest, like the like the what does Marty McFly like kind of like vest? Yeah, with like yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of pockets, yeah. weird shit, yeah. and all the pockets. Fish tackles off of it. Yeah, yeah, hooks and lures and weights. 
it's like the neighbor from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know? They're going camping. He's got, like, the lures and the hat and the flannel underneath. Meanwhile, he's a step away from shutting the doors and burning down the house from all the stress from paying for that fucking thing outside. Yeah, that $80 deposit, non-refundable. Wild. Wild. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what was the a first lot of me- option? Or, like, a sailor. Oh, oh, I don't mean right. a guy that owns a boat that just takes it out. I mean, like... A guy that owns a sailboat that's like, my, it's been in my generation for years. You know, port uh, to starboard. No, I, want the, I want the camp guy. I don't want yeah, the right. cocky sailor captain who traps you on the ocean for like an entire day. And has a sweater tied guy, around. You're on Earth. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, I don't know if I ever would have made it in the Navy being out at sea Ooh. for so long. No, 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 no. Yeah. Me neither. I can't. I don't like that trapped out there. Especially a submarine. You're, you're not going anywhere. No. Submarines are awesome, though. Nuclear-powered submarines will run forever. Apparently, uh, I just read that the North Koreans are showing the USS... Uh, it's a ship that was they captured it like 50 years ago, and it's a, a museum for them that, that they're proud of, the, the ship that they captured. And uh, they put the government on display for tourists, yeah. What kind of ship was it? Uh, I don't know if it was. I don't think it was a submarine. I think it was a carrier. I could wow. be wrong. But yeah. Wait, what, the North Korean. What? Who? A U.S. Ca- carrier? Mm-hmm. Wow. They captured one of our subs. And now yeah, it's in like years. a museum. Yep. Wow. I hear the Christian bell. Oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> hey, Christian Bale's in that movie Hostels. Have you guys seen that? No, but it looks awesome, and you said it was great. Great flick. It was It was like what you want from a Western. It, right. I love Unforgiven. It's like my favorite Western. I love Dances with Wolves. What about it's like, to Yuma? It's like, that's a good one. But this good. one is like up there. And Wes Studi is in this movie. I haven't seen that guy in ages. Who? It's the, Wes Studi. Oh, Studi. He was, uh, well, let's see. He was, in the, he was Magua in Last of the Mohegans. And he I was think dances he was with the in Street Fighter and Dances with Wolves, yeah. Yeah, and he was oh, in yeah, he's great. Cop. Yeah, and he he obviously looks a little older, but it's him. And you're like, yeah, it's great. There's a lot Therapy. of characters actually from Dances with Wolves in Hostels, and it's like beautifully uh, shot, and it's very violent. It's like the perfect mix of like Dances with Wolves meets uh, like Unforgiven. You know, it's like gritty, but it's still like. Beautifully shot, and uh, it's, it's fine... they boil down like white man's guilt towards the Native Americans, kind of, but they still give you what you want to see. It's not like a pussy a film. Thread in many movies mm. these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was yeah. also an yeah. avatar. <clears throat> like he well, was, a, he was a digital face. Oh, yeah. Going back that, to you think? Um, the Johnny Versace story that's going on. So Ricky Martin got on. Um, Fallon and, and uh, so did Edgar Ramirez, and they were both talking about how, um, yeah, not a whole everybody remembers when Versace was killed, but yeah, people kind of forgot that this guy killed other uh, closeted homosexuals prior to that, and the media didn't do anything what? about it. They didn't report that because they were homophobic, so they're dealing with homophobia in this the way that People versus O.J. Simpson dealt with the white man's guilt over the racism. Uh, and the ah, that makes sense. 
I think it's kind of a stretch, really. I mean, I don't remember the 90s being that. I mean, yeah, it was homophobic. It wasn't cool to be gay in school. Um, and this was, you know, prior to the millennials. Not until Pedro. Uh, right. Pedro, Pedro real world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's true. But I, I don't think that the, the media snubbed the gays no. uh, more so than they do now just because they, they didn't have as many uh, rainbow marches, I guess, back then. I, but rainbow. that's it's what weird. they're claiming. Like, in the 90s, <clears throat> the gays started, I mean, you know, they were coming out. Helen. At, at a at a fast pace. That's like when it really yeah. started. Then there was like backlash, and now yeah. it's like uh, you know everyone's supporting. Everything. It's kind of yeah. Like Ellen now. kind of started the movement when Ellen came out. Came out on the show. Oh right. Yeah. Her character and, then, and herself came out at the same time. That was interesting. Now it's no big deal. People are like, whatever. No, nobody cares. But speaking of the '90s and uh, television, I finally saw an episode of. Portlandia, the first episode. I uh, actually didn't know about the show for so long. That's really awesome. But I didn't realize funny that... Show. Uh, Agnew tells me about it all Portland, the time. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's brilliant. But I didn't realize... I, I've never been to Portland. Um, and the whole theme is the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't quite identify with it yet because I, I haven't been there. Now I really want to see Portland. It's really funny. It gives oh, you almost wow. like... Yeah, they, it's like a familiar sense of humor. It's like it's refreshing, you know. It's like yeah. it's different, and it, it's good. It's a good show. I've, I've only seen a few episodes. I've seen maybe three. Jen watches it a lot, but it's a good show. It was cool to be weird in the '90s. Was a place called Portland where you could do that. I'm like, yeah, but I, I still can't quite Portland. identify it. Right. It's better than Family Matters with Reginald Bell Johnson, greatest black man ever. The. Um, Greatest black man? He's up. He's like top three. Maybe not the greatest. But, uh, Rushmore of black men. Is he on it? Of course. Who is on the there with uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, Barack Obama, and Reginald Bell Johnson? Yes, absolutely. I mean, top four. I mean, hard to argue. Turner and Hooch was on the other night. I didn't watch it, but he has a great, great part in that. Could never get past the dog slobber. It was always disgusting to me. Oh, yeah. no. I didn't like it. I think I've Couldn't tried to watch that movie twice and have never finished it because of the slobber. It's yeah, disgusting. Can't do it. Uh, I've been. We we you know we we basically got rid of cable. We still have it, but you know we cut it down. We only we, we have like you know the smart TV with I all the packages, HBO and all that. It's cheaper, and you get you can pretty much watch any show and any movie. Um. And you watch less. But Entourage, Entourage is on HBO. So I've been watching that and The Sopranos because I'm like, I haven't seen these in years. I'm going to watch it. And it's so funny, though, looking back at Entourage of how, like, they thought celebrities were, I guess. Or, or I guess they were in, like, 2003. You know, like, Diddy's yeah. in there and, like, Mandy Moore. And today you're just like, hey, whatever. It's, hey, Mandy Moore. Hey, Diddy. But then it's like, oh, my gosh, everyone's driving Bentleys. It's like, that's not – people aren't driving around in Bentleys all the time. They're, you know. Yeah. It's, they're driving in Priuses, you know. They're like Larry David. People are more like, right. at least in L.A. But it's yeah. so funny to watch that show. I mean, it's a good, great show. Love the show. R. Gold makes the show. But, and and they always, um, the, the show makes people think that every single celebrity lives in Hollywood. Right. And, right. Uh, like all... Know, not all of them do. And they all not hang out. But he does live in California. And they all run into each other. You know, like they're walking down the street, and it's like, hey, Mark Wahlberg, how you yeah. doing? M. Hey, Night Shyamalan. Right. 
Hey, Seth Green. They're all Seth Green. Seth Green. They're all hanging out. Scott Evil. Ari Gold, uh, Jeremy Piven, he was caught up in some sexual harassment thing. Is he is he done, too? Is his he's career some, done? He's on some show still. Yeah, he's on the... Uh, CBS? Uh, I can't remember what it is. My parents... Yeah. Uh, to, you know, uh, my, oh, really? Investigate. Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. What is it? Some stupid network show. And but, is, isn't the girl who was... Uh, from The Walking Dead, that the girl in the coffin, the black girl, isn't she in that show, or yes. is that a different one? Sasha. She is, okay. Sasha, yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know why you never saw Adrian Grenier, you know, Vincent Chase's movies a lot, in the like his actual scenes a lot in the show? It's because he was like the worst actor out of all of them. Do you remember when they would once in a while show him like in a film in the show? Like Aquaman or something? Yeah. Or Queens yeah. Boulevard? Like He was awful. He was like, I am Queens Boulevard. Oh, yeah. You know, they, that's why they didn't do that a lot. Because he was like, the show was built around him being the star, but playing it down. And, you know, it was the supporting characters that made it so well, great. Well, they, they, right. they wrote that fast. into the series that he was a bad actor. And right. he gets fired by Stellan Skarsgård in one episode. Oh, yeah. When he's doing the movie and, and he had the dramatic scene. And he, all of his lines got passed over to, uh, um, what's his name? They they. Uh, speaking of the movies like Hasa, the kid, the guy from Jason Patrick. Oh right, uh, right, yeah. And uh, they, that was what the yeah. shows that particular episode centered on was that he was a bad actor and he gets fired from the job, and then he uh, goes soul searching. Am I really bad? Uh, Let's go to Joshua Tree. So he like he like rode the the franchise movie fame in the beginning. Yeah. And I said, like, okay, by be the a real actor. Give Jason Patrick and Geronimo. I think he was <laughs> a movie. Geronimo. Remember Geronimo? Remember Hot Shots Part Two when they're Me! jumping out of the plane? Me! <laughs> Geronimo. Oh, that was the man. That was a movie. Just a man. Like, just a man. Just a man. Geronimo! I'm one of the few. I'm one of the few people that like the movie The Alamo. That movie was one of the biggest oh, movies ever. I think it's also with Jason Patrick. I thought it's awesome. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. I, I love The Alamo. I think that's a great flick. I think Billy Bob Thornton's Crockett is perfect. I thought it was great. I thought it was a very good movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's an epic film. You. Never seen it, but I will. Not I love watching it with my wife because I love sticking it to them. Oh, Santa um, Ana. And she hates, of course, the Mexicans hate Santa Ana because uh, he gave up Mexico. They hate him. And, uh, yeah. You got to watch it. San Jacinto. That was a great series, too. I don't think I saw the series. I'd, I'd be willing to, to, to zap my dick in that garlic. Yeah, I, I, I would watch it. Was, it was with Bill Paxson who played uh, Sam Houston. Ah, and... uh, Billy. And it was after, it's about after the. No, nah, I never went inside. I've been to it, but I didn't. Yeah, they all look the same. Adobe. It's all mission. By the way, podcast listeners can't see this. I'm going to show it to the boys right here. We've submitted uh, a show to Sirius XM. So uh, oh, if you're listening uh, here from Sirius, um, please have us on your program. And Although I don't know why anyone would want us on Sirius because it's free to get us on iTunes and Podbean. It's worth the jump. It's worth the jump. It's worth the jump. <laughs> to support us, come on. Help us out. Yeah. 
call your congressman and your senator. And help, help serious because we'll, we'll kick their stock up. Well, yeah, Give them a that's, pump. That's the real thing. Look, if you want to write to your congressman or senator about DACA or envir- environmental issues or, oh, you know, shit. prison systems, that's fine. But first, write to your senators about the podcast. We'll go to serious. Start pressing the lawmakers to get us in there. What the yeah. fuck is this? 80,000 signatures. Get us in there. Money, 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 money. But uh, I got to say this again. They had an R request for a proposal at Sirius. It was like taking a SAT yep. uh, test. Yep. It wasn't what it was. like, what's the name of your show? Submit a demo. You're done. You had to do like spreadsheets of uh, how your show make money. And I don't know what the fuck I was doing. So, you know, I was like, I don't know. You give us like $20,000 a month for all of us. Uh We'll make it stretch, you know, and I put like ads, but it was so detailed. You can make it work. You need a lawyer, you know, we'll need a lawyer if it goes anywhere else, but it was so. Like, Do either of hard. you have a lawyer? I'm, no. yes, I'm working with one right now, and I am, uh, I'm done with lawyers for a while. Okay, because that's what it's been a real pain in the ass. You know, my wife's maiden name is Levine, so. Oh, yeah. We're okay. Jeez. If we need a good lawyer. I, I'm, I'm so fed up with lawyers right now. Oh. I've never dealt with one. Well, see, buying real estate in New York, it's, um, it's mandatory so oh, that you yeah. pay that extra $1,000 fee. So uh, I called up an old guy that I knew. Um, I'm not going to plug him, but he's a good dude. But he's got an office on Sheepshead Bay. Down, uh, that way, so just there's a whole bunch of lawyers. Or maybe you'll find him. <laughs> but. Bay. But uh, you know, I hadn't talked to him in a long time. And I called him up because it was like uh, John just said, do you know any lawyers right now? i got to buy another house. I need a lawyer. Uh, okay, let's see what now. Uh, so right. Um, oh my, gosh. my lawyer's job, of course, is to talk to the seller's lawyer's job. Uh, the job is to talk to the seller's lawyer. And uh, then I, we, the seller and I, we get there. That's our liaison. We get our information fed through our attorneys. That's what we pay them the thousand dollars for. Right. And, you know, like we can't do it ourselves because I bought homes in other states where I didn't require a lawyer. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going dealing with you. this one seller's attorney who I had to kick the contract back twice to. Oh. And uh, and I'm like I'm trying to I've got a neurotic real estate agent. Because she's really upset over the fact that she's trying to, she's got a personal interest in this property that she's selling for a relative of hers. And it's really stressing her out. And I understand her stress. And she's trying to get me, it's almost like they were trying, both my attorney and the other attorney are are just telling me to sign the contract. I'm like, you know, I don't have a law degree. I bond the LSAT. I'm not qualified to be a lawyer. I know because I tried. But you don't have to be a lawyer to realize this is not what we discussed. I'm not signing this. Oh, yeah. So right. I kick it back. Yeah, don't try to fuck me. Don't yeah, fuck right. me. And the seller's attorney rewrites the contract. Oh, sends God. it back to me. You sends it to my attorney. My attorney sends it to me. And I got to kick it back again. Oh, my gosh. And they uh, try to pull the wool over your eyes with all this legal jargon. And like, it, oh, but right. the numbers are not what we discussed. Legal eagles. They always and try to get you. Yes. And I'm not and saying anything goes. bad about my attorney, obviously, because I still have him. He's a good guy. I like him. But I'm dealing with this. Yeah, Bob Sacramento. 
that uh, I would rather take head on because you know I'm not the I can, I'm not the lawyer. I can't, but I'd like to because he's not getting the point. Yeah. Um, I finally did sign the contract though, but it took you know third time was the charm. Third, third, uh, three re- revisions to get it to. Yeah. yeah, they always try to put that in there. You know, they're very, very rough. Why they call them snakes? That's why yeah. they call them snakes. You know, they're very slithery, snaking the kiss. Yes, they try to. They try to, but they, you know, they make the money. You get your own practice. Uh, my particular attorney, he's uh, he's my agent. Um, he's had his own private practice. Uh, he's a Russian guy, but he's Ooh, um, got his own private. Busy. He's got his own private practice, and he's been doing it for uh, got out of law school, so probably a little over a decade now. And he's doing all right. He can show up to work whenever he wants. That's great. It's a pretty good life. And then you show up to a uh, a closing and you get an easy thousand bucks. They but, make a lot of money if you're good. They make a lot oh, of money. Oh, yeah, dude. I got a cousin. I, look at it, like, you know, I, I, I could probably do this job. I just can't pass the school. I can't even pass oh, the test right. to get to the school. Right? So you should just fake all the cert- certificates. No one will look. Frank, yeah, how it's did like you pass? guys oh, that are on exactly. billion dollar listing, like, they're just a character. Like all you, they're they're yeah. selling entire hotels, every room in the hotel they're selling. They're selling a brand. Yeah, they're just selling themselves. I think industrial law, like real estate law, would be the way to go. You know, not like for me, I I don't know the business, but I wouldn't want to deal with like. Uh, you know, civilian clients. I want to deal with like a company that's like, here's the factory space. There's 45,000 square feet. It's, you know, $80 a square foot. Let's right. talk, you know, just they have money. They're going to buy it. Yeah, ah, yeah. we'll take 10,000 off. That's it. Right. You know, I know it's hard to well, get it hard. Criminal laws where the money is. I mean, not every attorney is, is rich. Some of them are, are there's, there are starving attorneys and particularly in a town where they're just so saturated with lawyers, you yeah. know, the competitions and everybody's, like, boy, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, South Florida, but lawyers it, everywhere. I know. Yeah, you read about it. All my like. Yeah. I would say, like thirty-five percent of the people that I have met and become friends with down here are lawyers. It's crazy. That's wild. That's Contract a lot. Contract lawyers. Yeah. I was like, and so many of them come into to to New York or to Philadelphia. Philadelphia lawyers are um, much in the, in the same. I don't know why Philadelphia became such a legal town, but it was it known. Has. It's it's really? known for being a, a legal yeah. city. Yeah, I think they, yeah. You know what? I'll bet that's exactly what it is. Yeah, probably medical. Yeah, but people, I meet them in New York all the time, and they come in and um, they get these jobs with yeah. firms, hoping to make partner one day or start their own practice, which um, I've known a couple that have done. But most of them, you meet them in the bars. And yeah, they have decent jobs, but they're still struggling to pay the rent because they're paying off hundred thousand dollars in loans. Yeah, they got a lot of garlic to pay for. Uh, the, the, the schooling costs. I have a cousin uh, who's a growth. lawyer in Philadelphia now. He's a junior lawyer. He's like second second year, and he was saying just to pay off like, you know, the amount of college that it took to get there. He's gonna be working. You know, it's gonna be like ten years before he starts seeing like real money. Yeah. You know. He has money, like enough to, you know, save and stuff, but totally. Right. So, so you start really like rolling in there. Not yes, all lawyers are like real rich right away. You better lawyer right. up, asshole. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
think of Philadelphia as in the movie Philadelphia about uh, oh same here lawyers, and there was a show called Philly about lawyers. Mm-hmm. I was think it bombed in like the first. Oh season. yeah, with um, Kim. Uh, what? I forget the actress's name. I know what you're talking about. Kim yeah, it bombed. Bombed in like one season. Yeah. Philly. Yeah, it was about lawyers. It was with a girl from uh, ER, I think. I don't remember. Girl from ER. Maybe the last Don. I don't know. I don't remember. Philly TV series. I don't know. Oh, but it was yeah. Quite... Weird. Who was in it? What was the actress's name? Kim Delaney, Tom Everett Scott, Rick Hoffman, Robert oh, Harper, Tina Dietrich, Kyle Sakur, and James Denton. Hmm. Philly was not the right word. Or title. Yeah. Right. Philly. That's not like, I don't think Philly. lawyers when I hear Philly. No. Yeah. I think fat's us. Right. <laughs> cheese steaks. Yeah, Philly cheese steaks. lean. Cheese steaks and so, shitty weather. The yeah. Empire State Building went green, but not for the Jets this past week. Oh, for the for the Eagles? Yep. Did they? And now... Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John. Is that there? Really? John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John. John, John, John. I'm surprised. Because Bobby Box Larry says, Hey, this is a giant's house in here. You know, I'm surprised they would do that. Good for them. I think everybody wants the Eagles to win just because they hate the Patriots so much. Not this guy. Yeah. You want Not the Patriots? The I will pass. never hear the. You will never hear the end of it. Sorry. <laughs> this will. It is. It will just. Uh, no. It, it won't. Won't resonate well in the future. But I'm very proud of that. How far that they've gone. And I'll tell you something. This kid Foles is filling the shoes of of Carson Wentz. I think he's doing a hell of a job. Um. And I think there's a very good chance that they're going to win. A lot of people don't think they will. I think there's a very good chance that they will. I think they're I think chance they play It's funny. When I hear anyone break down the game, the matchup, everybody talks about – everyone mentions more positives for the Eagles. But then when they are asked to give their prediction, they always say the Patriots because they have more experience. Right. Yeah, but they, what happened last time they took an NFC East team twice? They lost them both, and both times they were the top dog. I know. Um, True. I don't know. I no, mean, they, right. they really beat the, the Vikings bad. I mean, really bad. Yeah. That was they, just. They took a juicy um, beat down. Yeah, yeah. They owned that defense. Yeah. So I don't Brady. know. Go either way. He just keeps getting better, though. I just don't think he can lose. No, I mean, never look at last year. He just every he just he just they just win. They just make it happen every every time it matters. One bounce, except for the Giants. One penalty, <clears throat> yeah, except for the Giants. But the, it just seems like the Patriots get all the calls, not like referee calls, just like when no one knows. It's like a hair of a of a difference. Yeah. Patriots get that hair. But maybe that's what will help, you know, like an Eagles win, is Tom Brady shouldn't have lost to Eli Manning twice. He's, he's much more superior than – Eli Manning is just a silver spoon quarterback that plays conservative football. He just had good people around him. He, he's, he's nothing amazing. He had a defense that was – He's good, but 
not compared to Tom Brady. So maybe that that's what'll help him. You know, maybe Tom Brady'll be overconfident. Maybe Giselle will get on the rag and not have sex with him for a few days and will be agitated. Isn't his hand still be still being bandaged up? Uh, and he's still playing, right? I don't know what the the status oh. is of his hand right now. They can't play without him, obviously. And I don't think it's it's anywhere near, um, you know, a a, a game calling injury. But uh, oh I think there's reports that he's still got his hand bandaged up. The hands that built New England. Um, I don't know. Giselle will refuse anal tickling. This mansion. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude. Is he the best athlete of all time in any sport? No. Best you can't athlete? compare. You, you can't. Yeah, you can't That's do what that. You know, unless no. you were like, uh, you know, best involved athlete. in. Most, yeah, you I don't have think to he be is. I think Michael Jordan is his prime the best athlete. But they were saying on a show the other day, uh, there was some analyst in there saying Tom Brady, statistically and for his age and. All the factors together, that he's the best athlete of all time for how long he's gone, won, and stayed. You know, it's a good question to have. Right. It's like, okay, he's not the most athletic person. No, he's not. Right. He's like the most successful, <laughs> most successful athlete because he's the best in the ultimate team sport, but he's an individual. So it's so hard to be that good in a team sport as an individual for that long. Maybe more right. than it is to be in basketball. Yeah. Like Jordan. Speaking of basketball, yeah. so now the NBA embracing legalized gambling. Yeah. Is that it's a I didn't hear that. What happened? slope or what? They want 1%, yes. right? <laughs> right. And uh, it changes everything. It's funny because on all the talk radio, we had all these bookies calling in from like, you know, Bensoners from Howard Beach, from Patterson. Oh, of course. And they're using like the Sky's names. W fans. Yeah. yeah, well, they think they're going to throw us out of business now. People don't, don't forget, you don't got to pay uh, the, the taxes. You, you, you got to have your money up front. Well, if, uh, when, you, when you're betting through whatever system, I don't know that they're, how they're betting through, but you got to have the money up front. You know, we can float you a marker. You just come down to, uh, you know, 18th Avenue, you'll you'll find us. <laughs> yeah. wow. We'll get your money for you. Yeah. All so those bookies are, yeah. are, are going to be wiped out because they want to make it so you can gamble on your phone. Like they want to make it completely legal. You go to an NBA right. app and you gamble on your phone. It's that easy. Right. You don't have to leave your so house. That's so actually, that is yeah. the, the bookmaker right there, the NBA does not have like an agent or something working on behalf of them that there's the uh, the actual commission is taking your money up front. I, I don't know. I'd guess. Have to I, I, I guess. I don't know. I, 1%. I just know they get one percent of whatever happens. Anything that's any a big chunk of change though. Sure. For the amount of yeah, yeah, the amount of gambling. But what up. are they gonna do with that money? Right. Maybe they pay the players more because they don't have enough. Buy some pork chops. Maple sauce. But isn't it more funny or more fun? More funny, more fun just to go to Vinny in Benson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to get out to like or be to there physically. The There's like a certain websites like the one I use. Yeah, you want like a certain element of like danger if you yeah. don't pay. Well, right. Like your knees could be broken. I don't want an app. I don't want to plug my credit card in. I want to have yeah. wet cash in my pocket and go. 
Yeah. Here we go. And I want to have a heart attack while I'm watching the race. It's like drinking in the day during the week. That's what you want that you yeah. want it to feel that way. Yeah. Like, I love I it. I feel like I'm kind of getting away with something I shouldn't be right now. The XFL returns in 2020. What is McMahon thinking? Ten it's going to fail. 18. Why would he bring that back? It was such a he thinks failure. He, he thinks he's going to fill the gap between uh, the end of football season and baseball season. Oh, gosh. Uh, Shorter games. I have a feeling season. McMahon saw Trump and the NFL and all the nonsense that was going on with the kneeling and all that shit. Oh, he yeah. He was like, yo, I'm going to do what everyone's complaining about football because we're making it safer. So we're yeah. kind of making it not as exciting. And McMahon's like, I'm going to yeah. go in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it what it was supposed to be back in 2001. Yeah. God, it's been so – I remember that league. It was so bad. It's, it's already been 17 it. years. I never watched it, but I know the you know, the story of it and how it just failed. I'm so surprised think, they put it back. People love college football. But, like, college football has this kind of, like, innocence to it. You know, it's like school. And then the, there's the NFL, and that's the, they're the greatest football players living. There is no, like, in-between that anybody gives a shit about. Yeah, right. do you remember how stupid the names on the backs of the jerseys were for the XFL? It was like Ox, Bull. You so know. dumb. <laughs> Apparently, you the can't rules. do that this, the, in this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, the real yeah, That's, but that's true, though. Game. What kind of players are they getting? You know, it's not like it's the ones that aren't good enough to... Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Kaepernick. He's got to have a lot of investors and money to, to put that together. I know. And for him Wasn't to say... Wasn't he going to sell it's his bad. shares of the WWE, though, to his son-in-law? Wasn't he going to retire? I think he was going to sell like a lot of it to get it's money. For the business ain't doing as well. No. Which it's is hard not. to believe. WWE isn't doing that well. I don't think it's hard to believe. I think it's just or as well yeah, it should. It's just gotten old and boring. He I really mean. spread, you know, like I think he spread himself too wide. So the content is just yeah, it's just the same thing. Oh, like it's over too much and over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. See, wrestlers after over yeah, so many years maintain their characters, and we didn't know who the real oh people God. were. Yeah. And now, you know, they go into character on Monday Night Raw, and then they're doing movies, or they're doing UFC, and uh, they're revealing their real selves. Yeah. Um, and that takes away a lot of, for the kids, I think. Definitely. Think. Well, imagine yeah, that, growing that up and away. seeing... Yeah, it takes away the magic. Imagine growing up and seeing, like, The Undertaker wrestle on, like, a Sunday, and the next day he's on, like, TV as playing like a cop or something, and you're like, eh, it's... Right. Yeah, we never heard the guy spoke growing up. He never talked, and yeah, now... That was, that's a thing called kayfabe. It's like if you were feuding in the storyline, later that night, you would not stand near each other at a bar. Like, you would continue right. the, like, pretend feud. Right. And that's right. long gone. 
Yeah. Yeah, you would you would keep up the gimmick. Yeah. You would keep it going. Bret Hart talks about that in his in his book about how there's so much more to wrestling than just, you know, fake wrestling. Yeah, it's like, like a story arc. This is unity. What? Bret Hart. I just think he's such a swan. What did he do? I, I didn't read the book, but I heard from a lot of people who did about, uh, he talks a lot about how he cheated on his wife um, and how obnoxious his wife was and, and how she really he cheated uh, on his wife. drove crazy. So that's not a huge deal, but I don't remember There's that just at something. all. I took no, really, that's my buddy told me. Um, Anvil. And then he talks him. about... Well, he talked... Uh, not him, I'm sorry. Vince McMahon talked a lot about, who I also think is a swine. <laughs> um, yeah. But he talks Brent. a lot about how when he finally got a chance to talk to Bret Hart again, sit him down, and try and have a civilized conversation with him after... Uh, so many years of bad blood and instead of talking about his brother all he wanted to do was talk about himself oh really he, he was just a, a narcissist it took him a long time to get over what happened to him and now he probably just doesn't care about wrestling at all yeah. anymore for years he was just so pissed off yeah yeah he was full of hate the screw job yeah. and then yeah. uh you know his last match, yeah. he was supposed to win, and Vince had the ref and Shawn Michaels involved, and they yeah. made it look like he lost. And they rang the bell and they played Shawn's music. Yeah. But like beforehand, everyone discussed, okay, Brett's gonna win. It's his last match. We'll let him leave his champ. Oh really? Yeah. He lost his last match. That was ninety-seven in Montreal, Canada. He was the crowd was followed by a document mentory filmmaker throughout that whole ordeal, like leading up to his final match. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was called. But yeah, everything was being filmed. Yeah. And so you mm. saw him even come out of right. the office and he's saying, okay, it's just good. Here's how the match is going to end. And he That's not right. Vince in the face afterwards. He smashes WWF like televisions. And, uh, Oh, in real life he did? Like he really punched him? He yeah, he do. Dude. Wow. During the black like, guy. When WWF and WCW started their, like, Monday Night Wars, when their ratings wars, uh, yeah, this, this event occurred in 1997, Survivor Series, in Montreal. And it was the craziest thing that's ever happened in wrestling ever. McMahon, Earl Hebner, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H all made it look like Brett lost, like he tapped out to the sharpshooter when, before the match started, it was agreed that Sean would put Brett in the sharpshooter, Brett would reverse it, and he would win. Yeah, Boston Crab. And they made I think it was supposed to be a disqualification, like actually. Yeah. Triple H was supposed Why? to run in and interfere, so Brett keeps the belt, but then he retires, hands the belt over to Sean the next night on Raw, because he signed with WCW to join Hogan and the NWO. Oh, so he was pissed, and you know, McMahon. So and he to punched him. With the he belt. punched Mc, He punched McMahon afterwards, like for Back real. Stage, yeah, in the face. Like, well, what did McMahon do? Just like go down. And that was it. He just kind of took it. I mean, wow. You gotta YouTube it because it's crazy. It's on TV. It was Survivor Series. No, I mean the punch. 
no, no. No, the punch isn't. But the, he's talking the about the documentary face, that, yeah, they, that they were filming. Yeah. Shows oh, right. him backstage, and he's saying goodbye to all the wrestlers. They even film his kids when they were kids back then. And um, how do you feel? Oh, everybody knows me here. I'm not going to see them anymore. Does that make you feel sad? Yeah. Okay, kids. Uh, be good. You know, with, with the other re- go play with your friends, and the you know the other wrestlers are playing. I'm going to go talk to Vince, and then he gets tells his wife, "I'll be right back." And then you know later on uh, in the at the night um, when the match is over, he goes back. He starts questioning everybody's wife throws a fit and starts accusing all of the other wrestlers of, uh, no, Sean, Sean Michaels and triple H. She's like, you guys knew, you knew it was going to happen. And they were like, no, we didn't. We had no idea. And then like a year, a couple years later, Michaels admitted he, he knew. Yeah, they knew. He's like, Oh wow. They did a snow job on him at the last moment. It's called the screw job. Screw job. job. It it was like the most, I mean, it's, you know, it sucked for him. You know, they didn't want to keep a secret like that. And I, I think it's pretty genuine. It's just like, you know, what were we going to do? We yeah. still had contracts with this guy. Yeah. Wow. He didn't want Brett showing up on Nitro on Monday night with the WWF title in his hand. <laughs> He's a businessman. He's a great businessman. XFL. Does it last more fail. than two seasons? No. I say no. Nobody's going to watch any alternative to the NFL ever. You're just not going to do it. It's too late in the game. It's an institution. It's the most popular, um, the most lucrative, popular sport uh, league in the world. And you're not going to... Unless maybe you saw actual wrestlers doing it, but most of the old guys, like you're going to see a guy like Batista and the Undertaker swearing off in a skirmish. The only way the XFL would, would... would be, you know, they can't compete with the NFL, is they would have to take ex-NFL players like Barry Sanders and some people that people loved and right. put some kind of gimmick in there, like a wrestling kind of thing, yeah. and, do, and, and do something else, but not like just straight playing and that's right. it. Football. Maybe you have them just play wiffle ball. I think that'd be more entertaining. Yeah. Beer, beer wiffle ball. Yeah. Yeah. Have them drink. Have you know, that's not pressing too much, but speaking of Trump and the McMahons, you know who we've never heard about since she's taken the position in the cabinet of the Small Business Administration? There's been no talk, not a peep, as far as I know, of Linda McMahon and her position in the Trump administration. Oh, yeah. I remember Ever. we like, talked about that on the show. Right. And then all of a sudden... She doesn't peep a lot. Yeah, she's got... She's, everybody's pretty quiet. Keeps a low Have we talked about Linda? She's ghost like Casper. Keeps a low dick. I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. To care them is my real test. To raise them is my nerves. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Each look I'm on to understand the power that's inside. Look I'm on. It's you and me. Hey, Golden Knights uh, are favored to go to the Stanley Cup this year. I First year expansion it. team in Las Vegas. I can't believe it. I have a they total net worth, and now the with the increase, it'll... But it's like those two are the top, but they have a better chance to win. Because Where do they... 
they're going to secure home ice advantage throughout the whole playoffs. And no one wins there. <laughs> no, everyone's <laughs> hung over because they're at, you know, the win the night before getting wasted. Red uh, Light District. Yeah. Where do they play the Golden Knights? Is it a new stadium built for them or arena? Or was it like, hmm. or did they play it like, uh, well, I think they built one probably. This is Sports with John, and I have all the facts. The Where are you Golden at? Knights. <laughs> That's a tough one. The Golden Knights play at 32 and 12, 19, 3, and 2 at home. They play in the Pacific Division. They play in the desert with Mo Green. Vegas. I love the Vegas deals during the week. Get like a room in Excalibur for like 20 bucks on a Monday. They just give them away. Because there's so much competition with those older hotels. You know, like the 90s hotels that were big yeah. at the time, like the themes, like the, the New York and the, what yeah, is it, Luxor? Treasure Island. And, uh, I mean, I have kind of vague Treasure years, Island. but I... Yeah, because they're trying to compete with like, you know, these new state of the art ones, they're just giving them away. You know, it's literally like 20 bucks a night and like a, a steak if you stay here on like a Tuesday. Just to get your butts in the slots. Just give them away. The Golden Knights play a T-Mobile arena in the Toshiba Plaza. New York, New York Hotel and Casino. In-N-Out Burger, Monte Carlo Hotel and Casino. Hotel and Casino. And the Hard Rack Cafe in Las Vegas. It's kind of funny. Speaking of slots. That's right. What's that, Mike? I was going to say, speaking of slots... If you drive like a roadside gas station anywhere like off of 80 or 78 in Pennsylvania, you see all these people who pull over to play the slots. It, it reminds me of you know being in Europe, in Germany especially, where you'd see all the the, um, the rest stops huh. with with the truck drive gam- truck driver gamblers. Well, if you look in parts of Pennsylvania and probably West Virginia. Um, you see guys just hang out at gas stations. Playing slot machines. Wow. Hoping it went big. Yeah, no bullshit. Wow. That's so, that's so trash. Sometimes they just pull in just to play slots. They have no business white there, trash. like gas or anything else. Yeah. That's such white trash. Huge. You know, Pennsylvania is the second, second largest uh, revenue maker from gambling next to uh, uh, Nevada now it's it's not Atlantic City anymore it's Pennsylvania it's, which is kind of weird to, to believe oh my gosh yeah but it makes more money now than uh, than Atlantic City oh my gosh well, that's not hard to nobody know, goes to AC anymore no it's a shit. yeah well it's yeah dumb. it was everyone from Philly going to AC now they don't have to go there yeah I don't need to do it they go to Foxwoods in uh, yeah. Connecticut or something Vegas. Yeah, Paradise is that. It's not Las Vegas. The strip there is its, right. its own thing. Paradise, Nevada. Yeah. Um, it's juicy. NBA All-Star game. <laughs> so meaningless. So incredibly meaningless. And you know when, like, SportsCenter, when they're talking about it a lot, like, ugh, LeBron drafted Kyrie, his old teammate. Hmm. <laughs> It's like, all right, they, I get there is it. nothing going on. It's that weekend before the Super Bowl where nothing is going on. 
and hockey and basketball are in like no man's land mid-season. Right. Nothing. Yeah, nobody cares. Right. They're just kind of waiting around. Yeah. And that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it just feels so good. So good. Perfect timing. Uh, Jen just uh, came home with a nice pizza. Was comfortable with the Plaza Hotel. Pizza. And one. What is it? A limousine and one cheese pizza. Compliments of the Plaza Hotel. Okay. Hotel. Stolen. I love Home Alone, too. It's the same movie as the first one, only in New York. They just picked it up and dumped it in another city. Yeah. Made it the same movie, and it, and it works. It's great. You guys want to slice tonight in the uh, column of W? Speaking of W, I think it's time to go watch Waco. Yeah, good call. Yes, good call. Good reminder. Next show, let's do a, let's do a Waco recap. So you two got to catch up on Versace. So I'm going to watch that too. From the gentleman in charge of checking the mail and the ATF, Matthew Clark, to the gentleman in charge of being two episodes ahead of that, Michael Biscardi, to a man with a lightsaber, John Hasner. Thank you for listening to the podcastle. And good night, everybody. Godspeed. Fifth grade teacher, you can't reach me, my mom can't either.
Oh my gosh. 